Ken, I have a question for you. Yes. What's the scariest thing oh. you can think of? Uh, spooky, dismembered fingernail that's haunted and can summon demons. Hey. Welcome Are you not going to ask me? That's fine. I'll get to you in a second. Welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. You sound the, like you're running out of breath. Uh, yeah, this is very breathy. This is the spooky show where we talk over your TV shows and movies. It's chosen by our guests. And this month, we're doing horror stuff. Horror stuff. Because it's October. And specifically this week, we watched Young Frankenstein. Keep it nice and vague. Horror stuff. Horror stuff. Because this is a comedy, but it's, it's, it's horror. Uh-huh. Related, tangential. Yes. It works. Uh huh. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. What is the scariest thing you can think of up top? Thank you. God, this guy's selfish. <laughs> I got to keep it rolling. Uh, scariest thing I can think of? Yeah, yeah, quick. Doing this show forever. Oh. Hi, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty scary. Yeah, That's pretty scary. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with you, Ken? How you been? I've been good. So I talked about this on the last show, but I, I went to the massacre. Nice. Yes, the 24-hour horror thing. You I didn't, survived. I did not really, because I didn't stay the whole time. You didn't get massacred? No, I didn't get massacred. Is that what they call the people that make it all the, the, the whole time? The, ma- the massacres? Mm-hmm. The massacred. <laughs> the massacred. Um, no, I stayed till like one thirty though, which is pretty good. Damn. Um, yeah, it was very tired, which makes me nervous about the music box of horrors. I don't. I don't or you know. bring a pillow. Or I bring a pillow and actively try to sleep in the movie theater. <laughs> Jeez. Those seats are so comfortable, too. Yeah, the music box seats are really bad. Yeah. I haven't told you this yet, but I plan on live tweeting my time okay. on the Overtalking account. <laughs> nice. And just doing some like live reviews of the movies. Cool. And then can't... I'll say if you would like them or not. Also. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I can't wait to reply to your tweets <laughs> as the same account. <laughs> Great. Great. We'll have a good combo going. Yeah, that'll be good. Then won't be confusing at all. Um, but uh, they always have really cool vendors at these marathons mm-hmm. with like a bunch of horror shit. Uh, horror stuff. Come hor- on. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's horror stuff month. Horror stuff month. So I picked up something. Oh, gosh. Me and Meg were there and we picked up a LP yes. of Josie and the Pussycats, yes. the movie. Which has... I'm pulling this out of the... Which uh, we have done as a past episode. The, Go back into the... Yeah, check it out. We really like the movie, surprisingly. Uh-huh. I mean, because of the soundtrack. Specifically because of the soundtrack. Yeah. Because it was, the move was really good. Um, it has a seven-inch du jour No way! <laughs> album, wow! Which, if you don't remember the movie, du jour is like the band that gets killed, I think. <laughs> Within the first, like, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah and it has, even. like, Seth Green and Turk from... That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So this, this is a pretty sweet find. It was worth the $30 that we paid for it. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, we, 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 were, we were putting up uh, Halloween decorations earlier this week, and we were listening to this guy. Speaking of sweet LPs, have you ever watched the show Over the Garden Wall? No, you've recommended me to that before. I haven't watched yes. it. I have it downloaded. Uh, uh, the acquired. LP has been out of stock for a while until recently. I have purchased it. Very excited. Sweet. Yes. Previously, when I went to buy it out of stock... And then, so to make up for that, I YouTubed, I, I was trying to find like the songs on YouTube, but somebody uploaded a video that has the vinyl as just a video of the vinyl playing for the entire time. It's like, this, this works too. I could just put this on. Sweet. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. A friend of mine is going to have like a viewing where we're oh. just going to sit down and like watch all of it in a row. 
Cool. Well, if he's open to guests, let me know. Yeah, can do. We're we're joined this week by Riley. Hi, Riley. Hi, Riley. Hey, guys and ghouls. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's I'm good to have good. you. It's good to have at least one person who actually knows what they're talking about. Yes. <laughs> uh, Riley, I also picked up something for you at the uh, massacre. Oh, Uh-oh. boy. Yeah. CJ, they didn't have really this? anything up your alley, so <laughs> totally sorry. Totally fine. <laughs> Is this going to be the scariest thing I've ever I can think of? No, I think you're going to like it, though. It's a <gasps> comic book of The Mummy. Uh, oh, which has God. Brendan Fraser on the cover of it. The Mummy Valley of the Gods. Which you were on for a previous episode of oh, Overtime. Thank you so much, Ken. You're welcome. That's, so sweet. That's awesome. Now, unfortunately, it's part one of three, and they didn't have the others. So <laughs> you're just going to have to be left on a cliffhanger. You're but just going to leave me wanting more. Yeah. You next, can probably find it online. Here, I'll, get, I'll get the update. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They only put it out once a year. I'll keep Thanks. an eye out for it, because they show up at those things all the time. So. This is so cool. Thank you so yeah, much. You're That's welcome. so sweet of you. Yeah. I thought of you immediately. I was like, I have to get this. It's, I'm it's glad, got Brendan Fraser on it. I'm glad, you know, <laughs> when you see a superior human being like Brendan Fraser, you think of a, a lowly peon such as myself. So I, <laughs> That's I, right. I best compliment I've ever gotten. Thank you. Wow. Brendan Fraser was going to do something soon. What? Potentially. Really? Oh, what was it? He's back? He was going to be back. Oh, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> I like yeah. You're sitting at a computer, but by all means, pull out your phone to Google something. You know, if I fuck with this, <laughs> it gets fucked. That's true. Brendan Fraser is going to do something awesome. Uh, raise money for um, homeless people. Uh, CJ, what else? Can oh, you do? other ideas? Oh gosh, um, host his own amusement park. Oh whoa, that sounds awesome. I want to <laughs> wait. What else? What like, else? The Universal at the Universal Studios. Didn't Brendan Fraser like used to do like stuff for the Mummy ride, or like at least the video, not like every day? Oh, maybe like in the waiting line or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I remember seeing that as a kid. Nice. He's like, a cool guy. Yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my uh, guy. Let's see. Brandon Fraser could also... Um... Brandon Fraser is all in for another Mummy movie. Whoa! All in for another Mummy movie. That's what I was going to say. You beat me to it. You heard it here first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think that's what I was talking about. Yeah, all in. Yeah. That would be so cool. I that would be he, cool. I hope he doesn't hurt himself again, because oh, he injured yeah. his back pretty badly, like doing his own stunts for the Mummy, mummy oh. movies. So. What a badass. I know. When does him and the the rocket to fight again? Was he even in that one? Uh, yeah, he was in one of them. CGI abomination, yeah, in the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, the rock or Brendan Fraser was a CGI abomination? How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? Brendan Fraser is a saint. They had to de-age him already. (laughs) Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah. The the rock rock was a big scorpion kind of thing. Hey, speaking of de-aging, didn't we talk about that last week? We did with it. Uh, I didn't talk about that at all. That They never explained Pennywise. That movie's garbage. It's for the second movie, which I, have, very bad. I will be seeing. But that's I'm Sunday. supposed to watch an entire movie and have no idea why this clown is here or that he can just morph into whatever he wants or make kids float? Oh, man, it's part one. He's, he's, he's part scary. one. He's stupid. He's scary. He's, yeah, but like that's... He's the dancing clown. We just go with it. They're just like, oh, this guy's here? Okay, cool. Like, no backstory, no nothing. You know, CJ, there's a whole book dedicated to I know. It's, a fucking, it's like part of the universe when it was made or whatever. I'm not reading a thousand pages. <laughs> I think they are a little bit relying on you having some sort of yeah. back knowledge about this. Which I... Which really, even if you do, it's not... It doesn't make a whole lot of How sense. How does that help at all? Yeah. He's, Actually, he's yeah. A, like an interdimensional creature. That's pretty much it, I think. Dumb. I don't know. Bad yeah. Movie. I mean, also, I mean, there's like... In the Stephen King universe, a dog that's like evil, like you know. Oh yeah, thank you. I met uh, the director of Cujo at the massacre. Oh yeah, that was cool. Nice. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Shows okay. Up. Yep. Let's go. Uh, we'll talk about 
actually the movie we watch, which is Young Frankenstein and more coming up in the Overtalking Podcast. Igor, would you give me a hand with the bags? Certainly. You take the blonde and I'll take the one in the Taven. Oh. <laughs> Stop that. And we're back. We were supposed to watch Young Frankenstein. Oh, no. I watched Young Einstein. <laughs> oh, I watched Normal Frankenstein. Ooh, I watched I Frankenstein. Okay. Aaron Eckhart. Did you guys? Yeah. Oh, I I'm sorry that like you remember an, that. But. I robot spinoff or something. <laughs> it's after he dies and then he gets resurrected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but before we talk about that, we're going to take a shot of, of course, of course, Captain Morgan's Jacko Blast. Woo! As per tradition. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Ah. That's really not that bad. That was a big boy. <laughs> no, yeah, that pumpkin spice rum is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Rum is rum's like the best thing to take a shot of. Yeah. Is it? Uh, Whiskey's pretty good, too. Okay. Well, rum is just usually like a little easy, like a little lighter in like the alcohol content. So I think that's True. why it's a little ah. better. Whiskey uh, is number two for me. There, there you go. Uh, speaking of whiskey, Ken and I were recently at a wedding together. Mm. Uh, open bar, of course. It was um, not our wedding. No. I just need to clarify. Not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> we haven't planned that yet. I've, I've not popped the question on the air to you yet. They had a, a bunch of... Uh, whiskeys available at the bar that they were all very good like no Jim Beam no Jack yeah. and so uh, when Ken and Meg approached the bar they turned to me and were like which one are we supposed to do <laughs> yeah there was a strange selection yeah. and some of them looked like expensive bullet like a McAllen something oh, bullet, that's scotch yeah. that oh, is okay. expensive or more bullet is what we ended up going with uh, Maker's Mark uh, Knob Creek I think and mm, I can't yeah. remember the fourth they were all I'm like, damn. Oh, Crown. Crown Royal. Okay. It's like, these are all good. Which yeah. one am I supposed to choose? <laughs> pour, them, pour them all in one glass. <laughs> they poured them real heavy. Yeah. Real heavy. Yeah, I got to see Ken out on the dance floor. I got a little wine drunk. Wine Ken. Wine Good guy. Wine Ken. I like that guy. <laughs> Via pressure Did from wine our Wine Ken friends. go line dancing? Yes. Wine Ken does not know how to do line dancing. He goes wine dancing. <laughs> That's right. just flailing about. <laughs> nice. That yeah, was fun. It was at the Art Institute. The wedding? Yeah. Oh, whoa, that's so the, the reception, but yeah. Or, right, yeah. Um, the fun know, part of the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know people have gotten married at like the like reception at like the shed, uh, but I didn't know uh, the art institute was open for that as well. That's really awesome. You think they'd be afraid of a lot of drunk people <laughs> because of <laughs> around expensive you know, items. The art. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, that I mean, all, most of those paintings were painted by people who were like drunk or like on acid good back in the 1800s on <laughs> absinthe. So, sure. you know, it's what they would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> For their painting to be smashed. Yeah, if by you're a telling drunk me Toulouse Lautrec <laughs> is like, you know, only like school kids can look at my paintings. You were wrong. Yeah, you have Toulouse Lautrec wrong. Yeah. No, they think about the entire life cycle of their painting mm-hmm. and yeah. how it will eventually end as it gets an entire keg of beer spilled all over. <laughs> yeah, this wedding had a keg. It was super cool. Sweet. <laughs> that's awesome. Bush Light. They spent that's, all the money awesome, on the Art Institute but... and the whiskey. They couldn't afford nice beer. <laughs> all right, guys, we got to talk about Young Frankenstein. Oh, jeez, that was kind of wild. <laughs> I believe that's called uh, Frankenstein. Te- uh, oh, I'm sorry, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Riley. CJ. We are going to put 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock. All right. If you could describe this movie for somebody who's never seen it, ready, go. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, Mel Brooks, Gene Wilder spoof of uh, universal horror movies, specifically Frankenstein. Uh, it's Gene Wilder and, and his monster. Uh, so Gene Wilder is the 
great or the grandson of like the original Victor von Frankenstein. Uh, he doesn't like his family, but he is lured to the old castle in seconds. Transylvania, uh, and he re- tries to resist, but eventually Five, goes through the same four, experiments. Three, really, really two, funny, uh, wonderful performances. Great movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Spoiler for we'll, ratings. We'll see if I agree or not. Oh, you, you, you fucking better. Yeah. It's a good movie. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, oh. we'll see. Oh, jeez. Just threatening to beat up. Crack Ken. some thunder yeah. over your head. Um. So what was so funny about that? No, nothing you said was was very funny. You know, hilarity ensues. Yeah, uh, I could have gone with that, but also, you know, the 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 comedy is all in just how they riff on just uh, well at least. Probably back in the 70s, like the movies of the 1930s, you know, Frankenstein, uh, Wolfman, Dracula, all that stuff. Were, Dracula. Uh, the <laughs> Universal Monsters. Yeah, the yeah, Universal yeah. Monsters were uh, probably, you know, very well known. They're still well known today. But uh, just, you know, tackling and like putting like little bit, little spins on all the genre conventions that were so prevalent in those movies is really what is the basis of this movie's comedy. I mean... Um, you that know, was everything. some of the most well-spoken thing I think we've ever had on the show. <laughs> yeah, that summed it up very well. I mean, you know, uh, I joked earlier, like, it's called Frankenstein. Like, that is uh, just, you know, one different pronunciation of a word in the movie because Gene Wilder's like, the name's Frankenstein, not Frankenstein, because he hates his family. Mm-hmm. It prompts uh, his lab assistant, commonly known as Igor, to be like, no, it's pronounced Igor. And he's like, no, they told me it was Igor. He's like, well, they were wrong then, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> You know, just very little things uh, on, you know, the very rich base of, like, universal monsters that they twist and turn, and uh, it doesn't hurt that there are just, like, really wonderful performances in this movie that are hilarious. Marty Feldman as uh, Igor is one yes. of the funniest so things I've ever he's seen. He's really, really He's good. the best part of the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. We, we all could agree on that? I mean, he he was made for this role, literally. Yeah. I yeah. mean, his eyes are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rest, 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 um, rest in power, Marty Feldman. Is he dead? Oh yeah, yeah. He died oh, pretty shit. early. Yeah. I'm sorry, I feel disrespectful. <laughs> he didn't hear you. It's okay. I mean, you I can mean, always reanimate him before. Oh. Reanimate Damn, him. Apologize. Down. Okay. Uh, uh, but no, he was very, very funny. Yes. Um, has he been in anything else? Yeah, I mean, he was in. Um, I think he had like his own British show, comedy show, and he's in a few more Mel Brooks movies and Gene Wilder movies. Okay. Um, let's see. The year after this, I think Gene Wilder made like Sherlock Holmes's like Smarter Brother. It's like a Okay. parody on Sherlock Holmes movies and I think he was in that too. He was in uh Mel Brooks's like silent movie. Uh yeah, he's in a bunch of things. Cool. Yeah. He's great. You should check out all things Marty Feldman related. Yeah. He's very funny. As a fellow bug eyed person, uh I've always <laughs> looked up and to the side of him my whole life. So <laughs> Wow. That's good. Uh, I mean a lot of this movie was ad libbed mm-hmm. and I I know a lot of Igor's Specifically, stuff was ad libbed, including the the hump moving. Yeah, his his hunch <laughs> being able to yeah adjust it. Yeah, so they they wrote it into the movie because it just throughout the scenes he would kind of just change which yeah. shoulder it was on, and they're like, oh, that's really funny. We've been filming this and no one noticed, so uh, <laughs> we'll address it. And like uh, in terms of things that were also ad libbed, I think uh, in the scene where Cloris Leachman's character Fab blew her. Um, uh, is like saying goodnight to Gene Wilder and she's like being annoying and she's like oh can I get you some brandy no some warm milk no an Ovaltine just like she kept going back and back and back and stuff like that is ad lib which is really really great I mean yeah Yeah. it's just an amazing cast Um, and yeah I really like this movie dang one of my favorite comedies 
and Halloween movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Halloween movies? Yeah. Don't really even consider it in that category because it's just a good movie on its own. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Great movie. There's a lot of really funny characters in this. I'm like, I want to go around and, and just you guys name which is your favorite character in this. Okay. And I, I could start it off. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he's the police inspector <laughs> with, oh, yeah. with a That's mechanical arm mm-hmm. and for some reason a monocle, monocle over an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah, that's always smoking cigars. Yeah. Lights his finger on fire to light the cigar. <laughs> right. Because why yeah. not? And it's down. Cheats at darts even when he's like trying to get a confession out of somebody. <laughs> he still <laughs> tries to cheat him and beat him at darts. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's definitely my favorite. Okay. I, I think Igor. I got to go. Yeah. Igor. He's great. No, he's, he, he's close he second for me. Always, he re- every response is like a zinger yeah. from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Igor's taken. Damn you. Um, I'll go with, uh, I like Elizabeth, uh, who is Gene Wilder's fiance, who like is <laughs> in like the beginning with, for a little bit and yeah. then comes back at the end. Uh, Madeline Kahn is just a really, really funny person. Um, but no, she's just like <laughs> over the top and just like brassy and just crazy the, the whole the whole time. She's like, Gene Wilder is like, like has to be the center of the movie and he's like frustrated and like actually be the main character and like everybody else around him gets to be really, really crazy. Uh, and Madeline Kahn, just the beginning where she's like saying goodbye to him on the train platform. She's like, oh, no, don't kiss me. I don't want to uh, mess up my lips. Oh, no, the dress, taffeta. And <laughs> yeah. it's just. Can't uh, hug me, her, can't kiss me. And so yeah. they end up he, shaking elbows. Yeah. He blows her a kiss and she dodges it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. yeah. And then like her singing, like she sings at the end, uh, like a few times. She's like a really, really good singer. Uh-huh. Um, also in Blazing Saddles. Although she's kind of bad on purpose, it doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, she is she's also really really great. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, and like yeah, like really like if you like know like the 1931 Frankenstein, like it's not exactly a shot for shot remake, but like there are a lot of similar things. Like even like in the brain, the brain depository <laughs> that they call it in Young Frankenstein. Please, like after 5 p.m., slide the brains to yeah, the slots. So good. <laughs> um, man, uh, like in the original like the lab assistant also like you know drops a brain in like a normal brain and like Mm. still like has to like get the abnormal one like it's the same thing but they like really lean into like the silliness of (laughs) there being just brains lying around in young Frankenstein like and then like uh like you know the the sets are like almost the same very similar to like the original Frankenstein they really did their homework trying to make it as similar as possible while also just laying on the Laying on this, well, the comedy to even grow off of that, they went even beyond just trying to make it look similar. They found the uncredited person from the original Frankenstein movie who had all of like the electrical parts and stuff in the laboratory, tracked him down, and found out that he still had all of that stuff in his garage. <laughs> no and way, rented it from him. <laughs> to use in this movie and gave him finally the credit he deserved in this movie. Dang. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. It was, it I, that he I wasn't credited that. back, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. But at least he lived long enough to, <laughs> to yeah, make it to that to movie. That. Yeah. yeah. So That's in other words, nuts. be a hoarder and then you'll finally get credit. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep, keep the stuff that you're not uh, getting due credit for. <laughs> Hoarding equals Hollywood success. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we're learning today. Yeah. Along those same lines, I I really like that they went with the choice of making it black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. the studio really wanted color, obviously, but uh-huh. um, I, it's perfect. I mean, yes, if, if yeah. it's playing homage to these older Universal horror movies, it needs to be black and white. And yeah, it, it looked really cool. I love. Uh, well, I guess he's not really. 
it's more the interaction but when they're when they're finally stealing the body and the hand come or the arm comes out of the coffin that <laughs> yeah. interaction is great like that police officer not that he really does much but Right. That whole thing is amazing. It's like, oh, wow, you're chilled to the bone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a three times the size hand that he's yeah. picking as his own. <laughs> picking at it like, oh, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong here. <laughs> yeah, and also the, goes in for the handshake, but the hand, like, you can't <laughs> grasp another hand if yeah. it's dead. No, it's like a like like that perfect, like, slapstick yeah. scenario, wow. just, just done superbly well, yeah. And uh, speaking of Gene Wilder... There's Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's in this movie. Gene as Hackman's the blind great man. In this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All these genes running about. Gene Hackman specifically requested to be in this movie. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I mean, scene, and that scene is totally separate from everything. So yeah. I, I don't know if it was like after they were done filming or what. Oh, but yeah. Like, yeah, he, he specifically wanted to be written into the movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's a yeah, great movie. and it's, yeah. it's a great scene. It's just like uh, more just awesome physical comedy, like mm-hmm. a blind guy and Frankenstein's monster, like finally being like the the one person in the room who actually who actually like knows what's going on. And the blind guy is just like pouring soup in his lap right. and like lighting his finger on fire. And yeah. Frankenstein's like, oh, God damn it! Come on, <laughs> I just want soup. Work with me here. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Oh, and then the Alzheimer at the end where he's like, I, just, I was going to make espresso. <laughs> yeah. He had lived that. Oh, man. Yeah. Was any of this script? <laughs> I guess all of Gene Wilder's parts, I assume. Probably. Were probably but very strange. Everyone around him can probably stri- do yeah. whatever they want. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You got to have one straight man. At right. Least. <laughs> That's what makes the other stuff funny. Yeah. And in Gene Wilder's defense, like, he gets to, like, be crazy also. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Be a crazy mad scientist, man. He has the perfect hair for this. Yeah, by the he way. does. Yeah. He really does. Um, the no, voice too, when he's like just shouting everything, it's, yeah. it's yeah. very convincing. It's Frankenstein. <laughs> it could work. Yeah, and he's also really funny. Like the first like twenty minutes are him just like being frustrated, yeah, like yeah. In, the in the classroom with like the annoying students. Yeah. He's uh-huh. just like. Ugh. Uh, it you can't bring back things to life and then like with Igor it's <laughs> it's like oh, walk yeah. this way he's like god damn it yeah <laughs> it takes a very literal yeah no Gene Wilder is also very very good in this movie co-written by him I mm-hmm. think he, like it was like his idea that he brought to Mel Brooks and then oh, Mel wow. Brooks made it with him and yeah also apparently because so many things were ad-libbed he like broke up like laughing so many times during scenes like it took him like double digit takes for him to finally oh. stop laughing <laughs> that's Damn. awesome because you know there's so many funny people in the movie yeah. like yeah uh but yeah he, he he finally got it right he finally kept the straight face i like the the dramatic uh his like nightmare song mm-hmm. the like destiny destiny <laughs> oh yeah no escaping that for me <laughs> that's the one thing you wrote down <laughs> that's the one thing i wrote down <laughs> Destiny, 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 no escaping for me. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, this movie is really, really, like, everybody is really funny in this movie. I love it. Would you put this above other Mel Brooks movies? I, yeah, I think this is my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Dang. Uh, this is Mel Brooks' favorite Mel Brooks movie. Is it? Yeah. Nice. So you guys are one and the same. Two peas in a pod. Yeah. Yeah. So Mel's in a brook, you know? That's not Spaceballs isn't cutting it out. I mean, no, Spaceballs oh, is... I hate I mean, Spaceballs. You what? hate Spaceballs? I don't like Spaceballs. That's Whoa, so good. I have it's, never it's, heard somebody really say dumb. hate. Oh, they're combing the desert. <laughs> Yo, man, man, we, we ain't found, found shit. shit. Nice. Okay, <laughs> I don't so, remember that part. Maybe we, maybe so we need to revisit good. it. good, yes. But I remember the, the dumb helmets. Yeah. And whoever that one guy is, I don't like. Rick Moranis? Probably. You don't like Rick Moranis? 
Is he that like little guy? That I, yeah, yeah, that, that guy. I don't like that guy. Man. I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the key master? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, I need to watch that again too. There's a lot of movies I need to rewatch. This is the month yeah, for it. Yeah, it is exactly. Bad opinions. I got a whole Ted. list of stuff. I got <laughs> bad opinions. Ken. Bad opinions. <laughs> Finally, someone agrees with me. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So, Ken, what is this your favorite Mel Brooks movie as well? I think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not till not tilting my hand. I don't know if it's the best movie of all time, but it is my favorite Mel Brooks movie because it's horror related. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Um, what about you, CJ? It's definitely up there for sure. I'm trying to think. Like Blazing Saddles is pretty good too. Oh, man, Blazing Saddles is but, also really good. Yeah. I have, I, mean, I have not seen Blazing Saddles. What? Just a perfect Jesus. deconstruction of like the Hollywood Western, yeah. and huh. where they even show that it is a set. Yeah, like, the like, buildings <laughs> are. <laughs> you see the other side that they're just paper thin. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. So that part's good. Uh, yeah, they're very. Yeah, they break the fourth wall. Very self-aware and stuff like that. I don't know. This is this is a tough call. Spaceballs. I kind of said that as a bit of a joke, but I do really love that movie. <laughs> but I don't think like. As a movie, that one's super silly. But this is like this is a, a an actual movie. Yeah, and Spaceballs is just kind of like a joke the whole time. Yeah, um, I'd say like as a kid, I like Spaceballs better. Yeah, because it's exactly. just like super silly and like like I like Star Wars, you know, way more than Frankenstein as a kid. Like, yeah, so no, yeah, that totally makes sense. to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this one I can I think I can appreciate more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably up there, top three for sure. Top tree, top tree, top three. Top three. Mm. Because uh, I'm struggling to think of more than three Mel Brooks movies. I mean, there's the producers. Uh, oh yeah. Hist- yeah, History of the World Part One. God, that's so good. <laughs> oh, you're uh, right. Uh, he has silent movies still. What I don't think the... I've seen that one. Yeah, I didn't even heard of that. What was the Hitchcock? It's like a spoof on Vertigo. Oh, for, I forget what it's called. Birds, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I want to watch whatever that is. Yeah. Huh. That's a good one too. Uh, Have you seen Vertigo, of, CJ? No, I was thinking birds as soon as you um, <laughs> said Hitchcock. Because I just think that's a insane premise for a movie. <laughs> just evil birds. Fucking birds are everywhere trying to kill everybody. I know. Yeah, that's not. I haven't seen it and probably won't ever because mm. it sounds dumb. But he was, uh, you know, a mastermind or whatever. Sounds very genuine. <laughs> really hates birds. Yeah, big, big fan. <laughs> yeah, if you asked Alfred Hitchcock what the scariest thing ever be like birds attacking me in the shower birds yeah birds. that's probably it well speaking of asking people things i think it's time for hey, did you do that? that's right new creepy listeners you little creeps <laughs> you freaking creepos this is the part of the spooky show where we talk uh about <laughs> now uh where we do trivia and we put cj Bail. and our guest head to head to see who knows the most about what we watched let's do this cj you're gonna win You've already proved that. Oh, thanks, man. Like almost. Have you ever lost while That's you've been here? Really good sportsmanship. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like I tied Meg one time. Maybe with the mummy. Yeah, with the mummy or Galaxy oh, yeah. Quest or something. Okay. Forget. Huh. Well, let's see for this one. Congrats on winning. <laughs> First question: Which actor or actress in this movie was uncredited when the movie was originally released in theaters? I, I'm supposed to just name a, who had a, a a larger role and was uncredited. Mm-hmm. All of like there weren't that many. Oh, I'll say that I'll say that the cop they interacted with with the coffin. Okay, uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's correct. Dang. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, he even wanted to be in it. Why? He doesn't need any credit. Yeah. Everyone knows that Gene Hackman. I mean, yeah, like cool cameos like that sometimes go without credit. 
sometimes people who dress up uh, with electrical equipment on big movies sometimes go uncredited <laughs> for 40 yeah, years. True, I mean, true. Who knows about Hollywood? I was jerks. Yeah. All right, next question. Which popular band wrote a song based on one of the jokes in this movie? CJ goes first. <laughs> Again, I'm just supposed to name a band? <laughs> yeah, think about some of the jokes in this movie. I, there's a lot of jokes in this movie. Mm-hmm. There are a lot Which of one is the name of a song? What? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. The Zombies. Um, I'll go with Aerosmith. Yeah, it's Aerosmith Walk This Way. After seeing this movie... They wrote walk, they this, wrote way. walk yeah. this way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which That's, is actually really awesome. Yeah. yeah I really right? think about Dang. that. Dang. All right. I like Steven Tyler just a tiny bit more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Which actress reprised her role in the musical of Young Frankenstein? Hmm. Uh, the lady that sings really well. Okay. The fiance? Yes. Okay. Oh, I actually don't know this one. No, no. no um, the, yeah. Sorry. Yes. The fiance. Okay. Uh, I'll go with uh, Terry Garr. Terry Gar- which one's um Ilsa or no not Ilsa um the other lab assistant oh okay okay no to both of them it was Frau Brucher oh ah. nice. good for her nice yeah I mean she, she was uh like 80s I think at <laughs> yeah. the time but yeah. uh Mel Brooks was like yeah please so <laughs> nice yeah which actually if you think about it it would make sense for that character to be much older right yeah because she was dating the grandfather of yeah. Gene Wilder. <laughs> yeah like, i true. hope she was a little bit older yeah. yeah that tracks yeah i was i was wondering it didn't make sense to me when i was watching the movie it's like so what was she like 10 <laughs> I, I don't know um uh, <laughs> next question gene wilder would only appear in this movie if someone else would not appear in it who I, Some real Hollywood beef so going on here. Really hard questions. I'm supposed again supposed to name any actor ever. I'll give you a hint. It's someone who appears in a lot of Mel Brooks movies. I I don't I don't know that that also you're giving me credit for being able to name actors' names. True, and we both don't really know that much about Mel Brooks movies. <laughs> no, clearly. Uh, I have no idea. Pass. Okay. Richard Pryor. Sure. Was he in any Mel Brooks? <laughs> Yeah. A uh, movie. He right. uh he actually co wrote um Blazing Saddles. Oh damn. Yeah. Okay. Well that's yeah, I didn't see And like that. he and uh uh Gene Wilder are pretty tight. They're in like Silver Streak, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um I believe it's Mel Brooks. It himself. is Mel Brooks. <laughs> if he didn't appear in the movie. Yeah, he didn't want him to make his his classic cameo, which apparently he does in a lot of his movies. Yeah. Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Mel Brooks was like the voice of like the cat screeching. And like, oh, oh really? Um, I think he was also like when they pan down when they first discovered the laboratory, and there's like the voiceover of like Grandfather Frankenstein. Yeah, that's Mel Brooks's voice doing like those lines, uh, like throw oh. the switches. Huh. So he did still sneak it in there, right? That's gotcha. cool. What's his What's his uh, character's name in Spaceballs? Oh, it's President. Not... Oh, he's two characters. He's I was thinking of oh, the other one. Oh, not yogurt. Yoda. Yogurt. Yogurt. Thank you. Yogurt. See, you're laughing. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's stupid. It's really it's dumb. Good movie. Got any more questions, Ken? Stupid. Um, yeah, I got a couple more. How are we doing on points? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in Gosh. percentage without going over? Which is for new listeners who don't know Rotten Tomatoes. This is the critics' score. Gosh, without going over, eighty-eight. Okay, uh, I'll go. I'll go ninety. <laughs> Riley gets the point. It is ninety-three percent. Ninety-three. All right, that's good. I agree. 
Do we need a good. tiebreaker? Good. Wonderful. No. Well, we'll do it anyway. What is the audience <laughs> score? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, I'll do. I'll do. I'll say ninety again. Okay. Ninety-one. CJ, you get a point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Put it what, up on what the is, board. What is the audience score? Uh, 92%. 92. Ooh, so Pre- pretty so in Yeah. But Riley, that makes you our winner. <laughs> I was wondering what it was going to be. <laughs> that was a little bit of a Russian roulette there. Okay, send that. <laughs> Woohoo. Hey, good game, CJ. Hey, congrats. Thank you. Again. Yeah, this... Um, well, uh, I had one more fact. Of course. Oh, uh, just for any uh, Malcolm in the Middle fans out there. Oh, uh, what? The actress who plays uh, Frau Blucher and then um, actor who plays uh, the police guy, Cloris Leachman and Kenneth Mars, are the two like hotel owners that Francis stays with um, oh, in Malcolm in the Middle. Wait, uh, like or the ranch, the ranch owners, the ranch owners. She has an eye patch, right? Does she have an eye patch? No, I'm thinking of something else. But yeah, no, like it's like yeah, it's like the big burly dude. I who's do remember like, the burly dude with yeah. the mustache, and then his wife is Cloris Leachman. Okay, and like she's really mean to like Francis's wife. And like makes her clean and stuff, but like really they right. got hearts of gold. Anyway, uh, wow. watching Malcolm Mill as a kid, I was like, oh my god, it's probably weird. Yeah, yeah, huh? Dang, you put that together as a kid, even? Yeah, <laughs> that's how wow. his brain works. He's a human IMDb. <laughs> Damn, that's why I can't ask what the IMDb score is. <laughs> what is the IMDb score for this? About memorized. Uh, I how many? It's, how many? Probably o- like an eight or something. That's probably right. Mm-hmm. How many Oscars did this get? Uh, it got no. It didn't get any Oscars. How many? I think Emmys? it was nominated for two. Definitely for like that, like the screenplay. And I want to say like sound design for huh. one of them because like there are a lot of like you know spooky and crazy mm-hmm. iconic sounds. Even just like the banging on the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what knockers? What <laughs> knockers? <laughs> Thank um, you. And uh, so yeah, I, I think I think those are the only two. Okay. I think in the same year because believe it or not, this and Blazing Saddles came out in the same year, seventy four. Wow. Whoa. Um, I don't know, Mel Brooks was, and Gene Wilder too were busy um that got nominated for like a best song oscar i think for the song blazing saddles dang how many razzies um none sir i don't think that existed (laughs) uh although you know might be a different story space balls can i don't know true yeah posthumous (laughs) Posthumous no so good (laughs) after it died at the box no i'm sure it did die at the box (laughs) no Um, it was i'm sure it was i think it was yeah yeah it had to have been that makes sense but yeah, and uh, so and also like to go back a little bit, like the reason like Gene Wilder didn't want Mel Brooks in the movie is because yeah, like it would be like a little too silly at that point. Mm-hmm. I think like he was like yeah, like let's try to make this something right. Yeah, we wanted to like, it's connecting to pretty serious source material. We wanted to like it to connect as a spoof, like and if like Mel Brooks like shows up and like does jazz hands, like it takes it out a little bit. Yeah, didn't stop Marty Feldman from looking at the audience and yeah. breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Right. But. <laughs> You know. He pulls it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he pulls it off really well. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for ratings. Ratings. Right. Riley, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate this film for you? Ten. Easy. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah, easy. <laughs> You'll get there. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I love, love, love this movie. Buns. Um. Uh, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Dang. Uh, it's just really, really funny. Really, really quotable. Yeah, it's perfect for like any time of year. I like to watch, re- you know, rewatch it again during Halloween. Uh, I like to rewatch it with my dad because like we quote it to each other all the time. My mom hates this movie, so 
we, we uh, you know, I had I had to watch it with somebody as a kid. Um, and yeah, no, it's just uh, it's just wonderful. So many great actors and performances. Like we didn't even mention like Peter Boyle, the dad from yeah. Everybody oh, Loves yeah. Raymond, mm-hmm. is like awesome yeah. as the monster. Right. He's just like absolutely huge and just like growls and like, but like it's still really Wild compelling. <laughs> and we didn't even mention the putting on the Ritz No, scene. I know yeah. that's yeah. so good. Um, <laughs> what a perfect song! Jesus like, what, it's, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> Just the, no di- the dichotomy song. of like they're in Transylvania, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> putting on the Ritz in tuxedos. It's so, oh gosh, no other song would have made that work as well. Yeah. It's perfect. It's so good. Yeah, Ken. But, yeah, Ken. What do you get? What do you got for us? Um, for me, for me, I I'm not a huge fan of spoofs either. Um, especially for something that I really really like, but that's not always true. Like I loved Cabin in the Woods. Which was kind of a spoof, but it was it was also new. Not familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But this is very very funny. There was when it first started out, I expected it to be funnier than it was, and I was having trouble. I've seen this before, so I don't know why I'm, I'm like saying like I hadn't seen it. But I was having trouble trying to figure out like, oh, is this actually supposed to be spooky or eerie or more serious, or is it like very funny? And I don't know. The pacing was a little weird for me starting out, but hmm. um, there's just really gold moments in this movie, like. <laughs> There's little things like at one point the mob from the town is like wandering through the woods and it's so dark. One guy just like walks into a tree. He's <laughs> like, Oh, and that's it. That's the whole that's, thing. Yeah. But it's like very funny. Like it's literally like a cut scene or like, like yeah. filler scene. Yeah. And it's no, just, yeah. <laughs> you still find a, a way to put a there. gag in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really, really good. The, eight and a half. I eight think. and a half. All right. All right. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I could go up to a nine. I, I, I don't know. It, it's I love it, though. It's a very, very good movie. Yeah. Ken texted me to let me know what you had chosen, <laughs> and I believe my response was along the lines of, hell yeah. <laughs> Fantastic pick. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I've seen this movie numerous times. It's, it's very funny. I love all those little moments that they'll sneak in a joke whenever they can. Uh, but, yeah, I'll say probably like an 8.2, I think. It's, okay. it's a very good movie, mm-hmm. but it's there's better ones out there. Okay. But I love it. I'm surprised Wonderful. you went lower than me. Wow. Yeah, it, I, I just well we we didn't get into it, and I don't really want to. But there are some like not great scenes uh, in terms of Think, uh, things that haven't aged well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so how like Frankenstein basically rapes that. Yeah, woman? so there's yeah. that, and uh, so I didn't really <laughs> like that. I I I, I kind of. Yeah, and then, it, and then it's yeah, and then it's okay great. because he has. But a it was trick. okay because she yeah, liked gosh, it. But that's no. not a, that's not a great <laughs> no, reason. That's, that's not, not good. how you justify yeah. that at all. So that wasn't fun to rewatch. I gotta oh. say, rewatching oh, it this yeah. time, that's the like I haven't really seen it in a few years. But that was like the first time I actually realized that. Yeah, not great. And yeah, yeah no, I was a little yeah. shocked when that happened. I was like, oh my god, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. So there's that and. Yeah, I mean, I I was I was very happy that you picked this and mm-hmm. was happy more than happy to rewatch it. But yeah. I was very happy it hadn't been picked before. I was, um, yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad I got to. Yeah, we have a lot of saps on. They they suck a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's fine because none of them listen to this. So that's be, that's <laughs> literally true. <laughs> yeah, they won't notice. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Eight point two. Cool. Think we go with nice. Well. Riley, thank you for joining us. Do you have anything to plug? You guys should 
the 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 twelve people I'm speaking to who listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You guys Damn. should uh, you guys should watch um, the the rest of Mel Brooks's filmography as well as some of the uh, original Universal Monster movies. Um, there's a lot of I gold should, to yes. be found there as well. I I have a good portion of them on Blu-ray. Nice. <laughs> um, if you want to borrow them, they're yeah. not spooky. I mean, they're spooky, but they're not scary. Oh gosh. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're like eerie. They're like yeah. 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 No, yeah, you named at least one that I don't think I even knew existed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I will have to, to go check out the rest of them. And maybe rewatch Spaceballs again. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if, yeah, I would say if you're looking for, you know, not the same slasher movie you've watched for, you know, in October for your whole life and you haven't seen, like, Christopher Lee or Bela Lugosi as Dracula or any of the Frankenstein movies, there are, like, four or five of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, it, they are really, really good. So you should watch them. Yeah. And you can back me up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, if you want even combos, there's a ton of crossover movies in that genre where you can get like Wolfman and Frankenstein and Dracula and stuff. And if you want even more comedies associated with those, watch the Abbott and Costello movies yes. where they meet Frankenstein and the Wolfman. <laughs> yeah. I will. Those I are very have good. To check that out. I, uh, speaking of Abbott and Costello, literally the other day I found out that somebody I know is not familiar with the Who's on First sketch. And I was like, <gasps> you've wow. never. Hurt like I get that it's it's very old, so it that kind of makes sense that they hadn't heard Tell of it. Tell me this person still... wasn't in your comedy class. No, okay. <laughs> but I was like, really? And then I, of course, broke out into quoting, it, and they were just like, okay. <laughs> so, did you find it works better with a partner? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a little hard by myself. <laughs> yeah. So this one guy says this, and then this other guy says this. very, like, very. Who's fun. on first? Yeah. Third base. <laughs> and then, yeah, they they left. They walked away. It was, it was, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if there's someone who's, like, seen that sketch but doesn't know what baseball is. They're like, <laughs> wow. they're like oh, like, I'm sure this is funny. These guys are really committing to the bit, but... Okay, first, second, short? Uh, that doesn't. That's not how numbers work. Stop it, baseball. Where's the tall guy? Yeah. Um, there's a short. <laughs> uh, I think it was, it was Billy Crystal and I want to say Jimmy Fallon redid that on either the late show or the tonight show oh nice just randomly where they they even had like the backdrop and dressed up as like old timey but but also at the same time i was like why is this happening though yeah like, that's a little strange. everybody knows this bit like i don't why what's Wait, the point jimmy fallon being a tryhard i don't know i don't <laughs> buy that i don't buy that cj yeah. oh and, and another big surprise he broke during the season <laughs> oh, what, what? <laughs> Not my Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Right. I realize laughing at that means I'm breaking also. Yeah. yeah. So you got hey, me Mena. there, Jim. Got me there, Jimbo. Jim. Do you think anybody calls him Jim or Jimbo? And Jimbo. He probably corrects him. Mm, it's Jimmy, Big please. Tuna. Gets very seriously. Yeah. Please. It's Jimmy. It's Jimothy. <laughs> Jim- Jim- <laughs> please, James. Yeah, James. <laughs> CJ, what do we got to plug? Oh, gosh. You could uh, call or text us at usacat1591 or email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. We have a website. At overtalkingpod.party. It's a we real have, website. We have a Facebook. At overtalkingpod. We have a Twitter. At overtalkingpod. Look for a live tweet in like two weeks. Yeah, they'll remember Sa- that for sure. Saturday the 19th. Check it out. There right. you go. Or if you listen to it later, scroll backwards. Well, we have got an Instagram, too. <laughs> at overtalkingpod. Uh... That's, That's it. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they're here. I'm so delighted. Wait, who's here, Ken? The overtalking overlords are oh, here. No. Oh, gosh. Yeah. What a month, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, extra fog this month. <laughs> extra cold. There was here, a lot uh, of fog in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. By the way. That's true. Like every scene, just shit tons of fog just rolling in. <laughs>
Uh, for those who don't know, the Overtalking Overlords are our ghastly, otherworldly landlords who are not only for the October episodes, believe it or not. Believe it or not, Ripley's. Um, they show up at the end of every episode to remind me, to remind you, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. Rate and review. Reviews are what help click people find this podcast. Also, we spend the money on advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend spread and spread the word. the word. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And they're gone. Ooh. Do they dress up for Halloween? Like, will I be able to see them if they, like, wear costumes? Oh, if they put something over them? Yeah. Oh, good question. I don't know. You I don't know why they... just put a cloak would... over their cloak? Yeah, double cloak it? <laughs> double cloak. Double cloak. It, it does get chilly in here. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to get pregnant, you got a double cloak. <laughs> Jesus. You said your mom listens to the show? <laughs> <laughs> I think Obviously your mom would be not. okay with I'm that. Here. Yeah, I think your mom would be okay with you <laughs> talking about double cloaking. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's a safe boy. Yeah, extra safe. That's oh, good. Oh, gosh. Okay. You got to leave room for Jesus. <laughs> Between the cloaks. That's, that's where he lives. Oof. Good God, people. Sorry. It's not that kind of show. You're right. Well, as we always say, you got to leave room for Jesus. <laughs> This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Riley. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.